Can you believe it? Tonight we are heading to actual France, actual La Rochelle. Can't wait. And is it bad that the, the thing I'm excited about the most, despite the fact it's a beautiful city, we're going to go to this iconic place that we've seen so many times in the pages of our trickle or textbooks from back in GCSE days, but the bit that I'm looking forward to the most is the train journey. Never apologise to a transport nerd uh, about looking forward to a train journey. Of course I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, first of all, I don't mean this in a bad way, uh, we've been accused of this being a jolly. It's not a jolly. It's not a jolly. It's hard work. Say no par and jolly. But it is a little bit of peace. I don't know what you, meant, what you said then, but uh, <laughs> it is a little bit of peace from kids asking you questions and stuff like that, firstly. Secondly, I think it's a great opportunity to play, sit around, so hopefully we can get a table together, um, play some travel games. I love a travel game. I love a travel game. Um, you love a game of any sort. Matt, um, you're a travel nerd. Yeah. I'm a board game nerd. So it's like the two things m- suddenly mix together and merge. I was, I've got two game options that I was thinking of bringing. First of all, one that's going to be a bit divisive, right? Uh, it's called Plague and Pestilence. <laughs> see, see, immediately from the... I, I've never heard of this. Immediately from the title, <laughs> it's got negative vibes. It doesn't It doesn't offer a good vibe. It's about you've got to... You each have a town. You've got to give each other's town the plague. <laughs> Great. Maybe you won't play that one. OK. And then the other one is... Uh, have you ever played Past the Pigs? I haven't played Past the Pigs for about 30 years, but I... Re- and I couldn't tell you how to play it now, but I have played it. Well, I mean, weirdly, I haven't played it for donkey's years as well. We used to play it on family holidays to Greece when I was a kid, but I basically get two plastic pigs in a little tin. Um, and I saw it in, like, a, there was a really old toy shop up in Northumberland when I was up at Katie's uh, family's place the other week. And I just thought, oh, my God, I remember that. So I bought it. And if you if you don't mind, I don't know how that will go down in France, me and you sitting there <laughs> chucking plastic pigs around, like we're trying to start on them or something. But uh, that could be something to play. But I guess the, the, we're trying to find out what is the best travel game then, really. Tom Prater's just done a little review for us. I thought he was going to suggest something. He says, I've got I've got travel monopoly. Tiny dice, miniature money, waste of time, one out of ten. <laughs> Let's rule that one out. That was a bit of a phase, wasn't it, where you had those the, the big traditional board games and then there was, like, the, the travel versions of them. And, yeah, the, the, even the dice were just... It, it was unusable. Um, Uno, that, that's been suggested by multiple people on uh, on Twitter. A game that, once again, not played in about 30 years, but I see people still do it. It's a, It was good fun, but I couldn't tell you how to do it now. My 12-year-old is an absolute hustler at, at Uno. Sorry, just looking at your computer screen there, someone above them has suggested soggy biscuits. So that's where we are, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, the great thing about going on the train is obviously hopefully Bush will get a table. Uh, so many yes. of the travel games that, uh, you know, you might think of as a kid, games they might play in the back of the car, that kind of thing. Um, with a table, it, it means that there's so many more options. You can lay stuff out in front, you can have cards and all that kind of play stuff. Play a hex and counter war game. Exactly. Yeah. I'd like to pitch uh, a game that comes with uh, two die, uh, but they're the rolly ones, uh, and it's right it's right in the in the heart of the games that I love playing. Alzat, you ever played Alzat? I used to play Alzat loads with my my dad gave me his old Alzat from when he was a kid. It's the season to be playing Alzat. There's cricket going on at the moment. Alzat would be fantastic. Bizarrely, I, I, again, like loads of things that my my dad had passed on to me and my brother, like his Subutio set, we destroyed that. I lost his Alzat over the years, which is really bad. <laughs> but I found one again on on eBay, and they still look they look like like a little kind of leather bound pocket with these me- metallic kind of hexagons. <laughs> in your role. It's like a game from a different era but I remember it being really, really good fun. Also, down the cricket line, I know cricket's a big thing at the moment, um, although the score yesterday, probably don't want to talk about it. Um, have you ever played armchair cricket? Have you ever heard of armchair cricket? Armchair cricket? cricket. How do you play armchair cricket? Is that a game you can play on a train? It's, it's a card game about 
cricket that I had when I was a kid. And weirdly, I saw it on eBay the other day. Maybe that could be a last-minute purchase. Uh, we need a decision. Plague and pestilence. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a ten-second pitch. What happens in plague and pestilence again? OK, you each have your own village during the plague era back in, like... 1400s or something like that. And what you do is you've got to try and give the plague to your... <laughs> Even as I'm saying it, I can imagine your face is glazing over on the train. Is it a two-person game or are we, like, roping in our production team as well? Or is, is this me versus you? Let's just play past the pig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on yesterday's show, uh, we, we were talking about the fact how we love uh, the Blur song to the end and the gorgeous French speaking that's on the start of the song, but don't know what half of it means. Uh, and we were wondering, wouldn't it be better if the French stuff at the start of To The End wasn't just kind of uh, highfalutin arty French phrases, which I'm sure they are. <laughs> what about if they were the one remaining phrase that most of us still got in our heads from our GCSE French days? We've been asking you to send in the one phrase you still have in your head. And there's some beauty still. Je voudrais acheter du fromage. I don't know what that means. I would like to buy some cheese. It's basic, it's route one, but I like it. Uh, Aaron says, j'habite dans une maison. I live in a house. Well done, you're getting better. I, am, I feel like my French is improving slowly but surely. They've come in by their thousands, uh, still doing so today, and we have put them uh, to great use. Uh, Blurs to the end, a fantastic song of our time. However, what were they on about? Don't really know. But what we will put in instead are the phrases that you could still remember. They make us look so dumb. Je sors le poubelle. Been drinking far too much. Qu'est-ce que tu as calé? Another of us means. Tu parles français comme une vache espagnole?
This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. A lot of people have been concerned, Bush, uh, about your French, uh, your your mastery of the language. As a lot we... of people have been concerned. <laughs> what, no one's come up to me. <laughs> They've addressed me. Unbelievable. They've addressed me privately. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> so many snakes out there. Alright, I'm going to call it as it is. I'm concerned. Oh, is it you, is yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What are you concerned about? <laughs> just, there's been so many times over that we're, we're all getting really excited uh, about this, getting on the train later today, starting our journey to La Rochelle, getting there for the shows Thursday, Friday. Um, but every time we talk, you're, you're like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Can I tell you why? Why, why I'm so bad at French, right? Yeah. Weird enough, given this is my job, my entire time at school, I hated the idea of talking in front of people. <laughs> Genuinely, used to absolutely petrify the French lessons. I thought, I'm like, you know, them making you stand up and say stuff. So as a result, I used to just muck about and self-sabotage and didn't learn anything in French at all. So it's properly come back to bite me in the bum now since this is my job and we're going to France. Well, this book has happened upon me. Easy French phrase book. Over 1,500 common phrases for everyday use and travel. Yeah. Now, obviously, Tricolore, that's going to be our Bible, the actual book that's inspired this whole trip that we're going on. We're we're going to take that with us. But I think this is going to be close by at all times because it's actually for, as it says, everyday use and travel. OK. All sorts of handy little chapters in here. OK, because you can have that and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, uh, there's a chapter here when someone is being rude. Uh, there's a chapter here all about apologies. There's a chapter here about going on a date in France. What have you got planned for this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I've got planned in the short term. We're going to stick a song on, we're going to come back, I'm going to give you three phrases. And if you can get close to those three phrases, uh, then there's prizes to be won at the M&S Simply Food and St Pancras later. Oh, I've, I've assigned what you're going to get. Oh, right, OK. The first phrase, you're playing for a pack of yum-yums. Do you know what? That's pretty good. I love yum-yums. Love yum-yums. Right, OK. Je voudrais payer pour cela. <laughs> Je voudrais payer pour cela. Sorry, I've read that wrong. <laughs> Je refuse de payer pour cela. I refuse to pay for Mohammed Salah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for that. I'm going to give you that. Yes, the yum yums are in the bag. <laughs> the yum yums are in the bag. Sorry, Salah. Uh, you are now playing for a pack of honey roasted peanuts. That's a curveball, but I've got right back into peanuts recently. I so. love peanuts. Yeah, this is good. Honey roasted, the way forward. I like the dessert is at the end, and we're at the start, and we're working our way backwards <laughs> through the meal. Yeah, yeah, we're going all the way through the aisles. <laughs> uh, right, uh, this next one is from the chapter Date Night. Oh, dear. OK. <laughs> Je vais payer pour dîner ce soir. I will pay for dinner this evening. Thank you very much, but I'll do your question first. Oh. Yo! Oh. you got your honey roasted nuts. Boom. It's coming right. back to me, guys. It's coming back. <laughs> uh, OK. Fine, what, are we, what are we playing for this last one? You're playing for a, uh, a pre-mixed cocktail tin. Oh, you love them, don't you, at a train? I've seen you on a number of train stations. <laughs> I do. Pina colada for one. Uh, it's busier at 10am at the Air Marks Spencer's <laughs> at Liverpool Street Station. <laughs> J'aimerais une chambre individuelle. I would like a single room. He's only got, got a hat trick! <laughs> the peanuts, the tinned cocktail, the yum-yums, the whole damn thing. No-one can take it away from you. Party on the train tonight. I thought, since I've got the book now, because you uh, left it on the side when you were making yeah. coffee, 
you, I'm going to test you. Okay, but fair enough. In terms of... Um, Do I get anything from M&S Simply Foods? Nah. No, okay. No, I, think, <laughs> I think we're sorted with the stuff that you're going to get from me. All right, okay. Um, but what I'm going to get you to do is just get you to stop. I'll flick through it, and that's the section. Okay, I'm going to say it in French. Okay, he's, he's showboating. <laughs> start. It might... Um, yeah, okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Arrête. Arrête. French for stop. Uh, this is in your wheelhouse. You've landed upon transportation. Whoa. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine questions, uh, mm-hmm. phrases. Which one do you want to go for? Pick uh, question six. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, this, the problem is I can't say it. <laughs> Le Rousson tel guru dane dancing da ray raison. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. That doesn't sound like anything. That did sound a bit like uh, Malaysian, but uh, it was... Are you trying to read the phonetics underneath, or are you trying to read the actual French? Phonetics. Read the actual French. You can do better than this. Le route sont elles goudourées dans cette région. Um, the, the, the road does not go through that region? Are the roads paved in this area? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough phrase. I don't think you're going to use it very often. <laughs> OK, go through again. OK, here we go, one more time. Arrête. Here we go. Arrête. Well, you're in the section of section médicale. Oh, okay. Well, just in case one of us has a fall. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine phrases again. What number? Two this time. Phrase number two. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Je suis un végétarien. (laughs) Je ne mange pas de viande. I am a vegetarian and I do not eat the meat. Yes. Yes, he's still got it. Eating the meat is a slightly different connotation. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well done. I was scrolling through Twitter the other night, and obviously we've been tweeting about going to La Rochelle, and one of our colleagues, our very esteemed colleague Jay Lawrence, had put a tweet out saying that he'd been to La Rochelle. Uh, and what's more, had an unusual experience. I thought, we've got to get him on, start off through the decades from 10pm on Absolute Radio. We've got him on the line for us right now. Jay, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, boys. Good to have you on. Jay, just explain the statement that you put out, you replied to me on Twitter. What was the statement you said? Well, I think that I need to be clear and say La Rochelle is a beautiful place. I, I was only there for a day, and I, I loved it. It's beautiful. But all I'm saying is that don't have the sausage. I had the world's worst sausage <laughs> in La Rochelle. How can you have a... How bad can a sausage be, though? Like, what, what made it a bad sausage? Well, it just tasted of sadness and regret, to be honest with you, Bush. It was, it was not good. I basically ordered... Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of this sausage called, uh, I don't know if you've ever had it, andouille sausage. It's a very tasty kind of sausage, guys. Never uh, if you ever get the chance to have it, eat it. It's very tasty. Now, I read it, and I thought it said andouille, but apparently it said andouette, which apparently is a type of offal. Oh. <laughs> not good. <laughs> OK, so this is very important context for us to know, because when you were saying to Bush it was the world's worst sausage, I'm thinking, all right, this is the opposite of a TripAdvisor review. I wanted the name of the place so we didn't waste yeah. an evening in there and we wouldn't go there. But if it's actually a type of sausage and we're talking a pronunciation thing that we've got to nail, this is important to know. It's not only important, but I think it's integral to your trip, to be honest with you as well, because I'm hoping that you're, this is literally all you're going to be looking out for. Do not eat this sausage. It basically meant my whole meal was rendered useless, and I've been talking about it ever since. Well, I, w- I would ask the audience whilst listening to this to put the image, the mental image of Jay uh, gagging on an awful sausage <laughs> out of their minds. Your awful sausage or awful? A bit, bit of both. Uh, Jay, uh, what other things? Are, you said La Rochelle's a beautiful place. We've only seen it in the Trickle or GCSE textbook. What were the highlights for you, though, despite the sausage? I just think it's just a beautiful place, to be honest with you, Bush. And, um, I mean, I was literally only there for one day. Um, so besides the food, all I'm going to say is just 
enjoy it. It is a beautiful area of, uh, of France, and my eight hours... Uh, in La Rochelle means I'm an expert, so you've got to follow my advice. Eight hours in Eight La Rochelle hours. with La- O.J. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Sky One next week. Um, can you remember, very important question with what the weather's like here this week and what it's going to be like just over the uh, over the channel. Can you remember if there was a sea breeze? I'm clinging on to the hope that there might be a sea breeze. Well, it is right by the sea, and in fact, it's not the hottest place in France. That's all I remember. So what I'm saying right. is it's, it's not going to be extremely hot, but then again... Yeah, you'll probably still probably still feel it to be honest. But with Jay, you, uh, well, you know, you know, Jay, the way that Jay dresses, got a very unique style. Dresses like uh, someone at Sports Direct who might help you get a t-shirt <laughs> from the top floor, baseball caps, American football kits, that kind of thing. Maybe Richie and I need to go over there in some kind of like light wear. Is that what you know? Shorts, flip flops, that kind of thing, sliders. Shorts, flip flops, and if you need an oversized mug, then just let me know, Bush. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Tesco Mobile send us to La Rochelle this evening in honour of the iconic GCSE French textbook Tricolore. Uh, we want to send you on a family holiday too. It's all because this summer Tesco Mobile have no roaming fees in the EU and beyond, spanning over 48 destinations. Take your minutes, your text and data and use your phone just like you do at home, but with no extra cost. Uh, if you want to win your summer holiday, thanks to Tesco Mobile, head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash win, uh, where you'll also find the full terms and conditions. Uh, someone who's done that is Dave. How are you, Dave? I'm fine, thank you. Yourself? We're good, man. Have you got a sweaty job or not a sweaty job? <laughs> Uh, not so. I work in a fridge, so... <laughs> oh, Dave, living the dream. Actually, actually yeah. work in a fridge? Yes, yeah. You've got the best... That's the best job when it's really hot. I it is in the, it's, it's great in the summer, not so much in the winter. Dave, is it... I, I dare I ask, is it some kind of mortuary? No, it's a distribution centre. Oh, OK, fair enough. Thank God for that. wonder where we were going with that. Went a bit grisly. Do you know what? There was, there, I used to work in, uh, as a waiter in a restaurant. Sounds like a Human League song. Um... <laughs> And I was terrified of the walk-in fridge because it was out the back. And sometimes it used to close behind you and you think, well, we'd be trapped in there forever. So uh, do you ever get, like, scared in there? Is it a bit scary or is it all right in the big fridge? Uh, no, it's, it's a massive warehouse, so it's just a refrigerated warehouse. Oh, well, wow. hopefully it's going to keep your general knowledge uh, nice and cool and chilled uh, because you're going to need it. Uh, here's the rules. Going to give you three multiple choice questions. Get one out of three correct, you win your flights. Get two out of three correct, you win your flights and a hotel. Get three out of three correct, you win your flights, your hotel and some spending money. That's a proper holiday, that is. It is, yeah. Good lad. Well, listen, Dave in your fridge, are you ready to go? I am. Here we go. Let's hear your questions. Question one, Dave, the Seine is a river in which city? Is it A, Madrid, B, Napoli or C, Paris? C, Paris. Congratulations, that's your flight sorted. Uh, let's see if we can get your hotel to stay in, uh, Dave. Second question, Oslo is the capital of which European country? Is it A, Hungary, B, Norway or C, Poland? B, Norway. Correct. He's on fire, he's got his flights in his hotel. This one for a clean sweep, flights, hotel and some spending money. By that we mean five or six pounds travellers' checks. No, <laughs> hell of a lot more than that. Here we go. Question three. Tenerife is an island belonging to which country? Is it A, Portugal, B, Montenegro or C, Spain? C, Spain. Yes, it is. You've done it. Dave, you have won yourself. Let's, let's call it as it is. You've won yourself a holiday. Thanks to Tesco yeah, Mobile. Great. Well done. Thank you very much. And you're going to go somewhere hot, because I imagine if you're in a fridge, you know, quite a big part of the year, you want to go somewhere really hot to thaw out. I quite fancy Italy. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. Good lab, we're chuffed for you. Have a brilliant rest of your day. 
Thanks very much. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, one thing I'm very much looking forward to as well is uh, experiencing French sweets. Now, I don't mean like the, the, the posh stuff they might have in like a, the window of like a boulangerie. Oh, and they have that all right. And they certainly do, and we'll be walking past a few of them. But I mean like, you know, if you're like waiting on a train platform, mm. like what are their what are their sweets you'd get as like snacks on a train? Are Maohms French? I love uh, Maohm. I've never heard of a Maohm. Our producer, uh, all right, now I'm getting paranoid. Our producer, Adem, you heard of a Maohm? Maohm. Maohm. All right, pronunciation police here. <laughs> pronunciation police. <laughs> what, do they, what, what do they look like? They look like, and I'm going to, if I describe them badly, Maum Corporation. Um, Mr. Rem- and Mrs. Maum. Remember at all times that I love them, all right? I'm not trying to besmirch you. Uh, but they're generally um, small rectangular pieces of sweet. Don't know what the colour is, don't know what the flavour is, but my goodness, they're good. That's one of the worst descriptions of a night in the food I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, in France, I'm thinking, like, is, is it a Pez? You know, you get a plastic holder with, like, yeah. a plastic rabbit's head on the top. Yeah. And it spits out little sweeties. Something like something like that. We've got to get our hands on. But I'm intrigued to see these malms that you've been going on about. I'll buy you some malms, trust me. Getting ready to hot-foot it off to a train and La Rochelle later this evening. <laughs> and somebody who has already done that journey, not necessarily in a train, and that's uh, how we're about to find out, uh, is Absolute Radio's very own Danielle Perry, how are you? Gents, how are we? All good? Laughing on the Isle of Wight? Yes, that was the last time we saw you, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you have a good time at the festival? It was good fun, wasn't it? It was so good. Yeah, you nailed the DJ. It was good. Good laugh. No, Thank it was you. Good weekend. Last yeah, time I saw Danielle was in the hotel bar uh, ordering quite a big glass of red wine, just as uh, we took ourselves <laughs> off to bed, I do believe. One needs to sleep, doesn't it, one? One oh, needs one. to get off. One does, darling. <laughs> uh, now, there's a festival on, as it turns out, in La Rochelle over the next couple of days for uh, for Bastille Day, Franco Folie. Uh, what took you to La Rochelle, uh, Danielle? Well, one, um, how many people have been to La Rochelle? It's weird, isn't it? I went to La Rochelle with a girl, um, and we were bored one summer, passed our driving test, and we were like, we'll just drive to Spain. And then we looked at the map, and obviously, like, the only place we'd really heard of was Paris or La Rochelle from the trickle. So we just drove through, down past Mont Saint-Michel, down to La Rochelle. We just slept in truckers' parks on the way down. And then we ended up at this, like, weird reggae festival. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most Danielle thing ever. Do you know, the amazing thing about this, right, don't people listening to this now have done the same thing, but I did a long drive just after I passed my driving test. My dad, when he was a boy, was made by his dad, my granddad, to drive uh, to Liverpool and back. Uh, when he passed his driving test, but I mean, I, I think I went to Taunton. You you drove all the way to La Rochelle. What an amazing thing to do! Well, yeah, and then well, then down to Spain. But yeah, La Rochelle. We landed there, and we were like, okay, we have nowhere to stay. I mean, it's it's use, isn't it? You just don't plan anything. Doesn't matter. I'd be horrified if my daughter did the same. But yeah, we ended up there, and it's got it's got it's got these lovely sort of old walls, isn't it, and that like, harbour and stuff, and it was great. So maybe you'll have a similar experience at this festival. Uh, how long were you there for? And if there was one thing that uh, you saw and did that we should look out, what would it be? Oh man, this is a long time ago. Um, I just remember there being a lot of market stalls. Yeah. So I think you should definitely get me a friendship bracelet to bring back. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just met, like a sort of, you know, a real kind of late 90s, early 90s market stall. Lots of tie-dye, lots of sort of fake copies of brands that just change one yes. letter. You know, that kind of thing. Calvin uh, Club, yeah. boxer shorts, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think she'd prefer exactly. the friend's bracelet. Yeah, we'll get you one of those. Uh, we had uh, Jay Lawrence on a little bit earlier on. He went to La Rochelle, said quite a bad sausage. What was your view of the sausages over there? 
Can't recall the sausage in Lara Shaw. Another sentence I never thought I'd say on National Radio. Brilliant. Brilliant hole for a book. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell Jay. Uh, Danielle, you are you are back at seven, uh, back to back, non stop, 40 minutes of music in the mix. Through the decades, it's a new launch pad. It's great. No, it's good. Yeah, seven o'clock and sixties up to present day. Yeah, we'll do that. And, and do you have a favourite decade out of all of those, though, Danielle? Since you are going through the decades. Oh, nineties yeah, is a heyday, isn't it? But I also think the noughties overshadowed by the nineties somewhat. So I, I'll give you nineties, Bush. I'll take noughties. It's whatever decade the reggae was better in. <laughs> 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 exactly. Danielle, thank you so much. Have fun, gents. Enjoy. Can I just say one thing about St Pancras Station? I know you love your train station. <laughs> say it quickly. I don't want to miss the train. I hate people who sit and play the pianos in there. <laughs> Does that make me a bad person? I hate it. Get lost. Go and play at home. They're only trying to give you a nice mood for your trip abroad. I don't want to hear you play chopsticks, tourist mate. You got a problem with the champagne bar there? No, I haven't. <laughs> right, let's go hit it. Let's go. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.